Thank you for listening to a special edition of the Lang Money Hour. The following broadcast is from Jim Lang's most recent in-person seminar held on February 8, 2020 at the Crown Plaza Hotel and Suites in the South Hills section of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This special retirement workshop was attended by near 100 retirees seeking protective strategies against the death of the stretch IRA in the form of the SECURE Act that went into law effective January 1, 2020. The SECURE Act would cause your non-spousal beneficiaries to pay the entirety of taxes on your IRA and retirement plans within 10 years of your death, not only effectively ruining any financial stability of your non-spousal beneficiaries, but also taxing your hard-earned retirement after your death. And now, Jim Lang. Okay, good morning, everyone. My name is Matt Schwartz, and I've, I'm an estate planning attorney. He's been working with Jim for 18 years. I head up the legal group at Lang Legal Group, and I have the privilege of introducing Jim this morning. As you can see on the screen, we have our agenda for the day. So starting right now, with the first lecture is the best estate plan for married IRA owners after the SECURE Act. We'll have a break about halfway through. We encourage you to ask questions as they come to you. If there's too many questions, we'll take them at the break. We just have a lot of material to cover today. And then after the break, we'll continue to probably just a little bit after 11.30, and then we'll have a lunch break. We'll come back at 1 o'clock, and the topic is how to stop the SECURE Act from taking up to one-third of your IRAs and retirement plans. And we'll have a break halfway through that one as well. And if you only signed up for the morning, please join us for the afternoon. And that goes also for the third session, which is from 3.15 to 4 o'clock, titled Solving the Investor's <laughs> Biggest Dilemma, How to Stop Current Market Volatility from Crushing Your Retirement Nest Egg in the Next Downturn. So just before we uh, get started here, this is an opportunity to silence your cell phone if you haven't had an opportunity to do that already. So Jim has published seven books, including the best-selling Retire Secure and the most recent one, Beating the New Death Tax. Uh, Jim's written three uh, books and several articles related to uh, the death of the stretch, which has actually now died. Uh, the only way to have beaten it was to die before the end of the year, so we're glad you guys are here today and you didn't beat it that way. Um, and Jim's also been published 36 times in the Wall Street Journal. But I think something that differentiates our group and Jim from many other groups is we've been focused on this for years. Uh, we, we knew it was coming. When I say we, I probably should say Jim. Uh, many of us were not so certain it was coming, but Jim was pretty uh, convinced it was coming. And uh, the Congress snuck it in right at the end of last year while a lot of people were enjoying the holidays. So this is really a great opportunity for you to have an opportunity to learn from a specialist and to learn from the people in his team who focus on these issues each and every day. And with that, please join me in welcoming Jim Lang. <clears throat> Thank you. So I was bicycling on a trail with a couple friends in Johnstown, PA. And the trail took us through an abandoned 
tunnel that was darkened and I didn't see a significant pothole ahead of me and I went down hard. Couldn't get up, was rushed to the local Johnstown Hospital. They did the x-ray and I'm sorry, your hip is broken. So there I am lying in a hospital in Johnstown with a broken hip. They said, but the good news is we have a surgeon and it needs surgery. We have a surgeon ready to roll. We can do the operation immediately. And that's the natural thing, right? You're in pain. Doctor is saying, oh, you need surgery immediately. We have a surgeon on staff. Let's do this. And I said, out of curiosity, what would it be like if I waited 24 hours or at least until tomorrow morning to have the surgery? And they said, well, you're going to have a very unpleasant night, but we don't think it's going to make any very significant long-term difference. And I thought about it and I thought, well, I can have the local surgeon who just happens to be on call in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, or I can take an ambulance to Pittsburgh and get a specialist and have the surgery done by a specialist in the morning. And we found not only somebody who does hip surgeries, a specialist, but we found somebody who does hip trauma, which is exactly what I had. So I said, you know, thanks anyway, but I think I'm going to um, opt to go to Pittsburgh. So went to Pittsburgh, had the surgery by a, a, a significant specialist in a very narrow field. Um, I was very proactive in my recovery. I hired a, a food coach and you don't, by the way, you don't starve yourself. You think, oh, I'm not exercising. I should know that no, you eat a lot. And I had somebody you know, obviously do PT, and I had an acupuncturist, and, um, you know, I did everything that I thought needed to be done to take care of myself. And after, I think, a month, I went in to, uh, <clears throat> to the surgeon to, for the checkup, and he said I had the fastest recovery he had ever seen. The point of all this is, if you are in a specialized situation, don't go to the generalist. Go to the specialist. What we're really going to be talking about this morning, which is mainly going to be concentrating on what I'll call the dying part, it's really going to concentrate on people who have IRAs and retirement plans. So if you have a significant IRA or, or, and or a retirement plan, and particularly if that IRA or retirement plan is the majority of your estate, that is you have more money in IRAs and retirement plans than outside IRAs and retirement plans, that is a very special situation and that's what we have been doing. I've been doing that for more than 35 years. So I think that you are in the right place to learn from a specialist on this particular topic. Okay, so let me tell you the agenda for this morning. Um, we're going to talk about what's going on with this new law, which, by the way, is pure misery, and I hate it. I knew it was coming. We've been planning for it. We've been doing the things as if it was coming for the last five years, and when it came, it, it's I, again, we knew it was coming, but it's miserable. And we're going to just try to do the best that we can, given the new law. 
Um, we're going to talk about what I believe to be the best estate plan there is for married couples after this new law. And then we're going to probably have about a 10-minute break. We're going to talk about a couple special opportunities that before the new law didn't make so much sense, but now makes a lot more sense than a lot of people um, certainly were thinking as even just two months ago before the law passed. Um, there's going to be a little bit of repetition in the afternoon. The afternoon is going to really be more the what I would call the living issues. We're going to be talking about Roth IRA conversions and gifting and other things. Um, and then the one thing I should mention about the morning session, and I know that some of you I see a, a, a whole bunch of familiar faces, and if you have been to let's say a similar workshop that I've given, you know in the morning I used to talk about avoiding probate and I called the talk controlling from the grave. And that was more of, of, a, of a mechanical talk about the mechanics of avoiding probate and, and living trusts. And I talked about trust for spendthrifts. And I talked about the, a special trust that's unfortunately becoming more and more popular called the I don't want my no good son-in-law to inherit one red cent of my money trust. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of calls for that these days. Um, and so anyway, I used to do this probably half the session on these types of trusts and avoiding probate. I'm going to skip all that because this is, this is new material. But one of the reasons I bring it up is if you are interested in that, if you're interested in trusts, and particularly if the underlying asset is an IRA or a retirement plan, we actually have videoed one of those old workshops that are still very valid and we would be more than happy to give you a DVD of that, of that video. Now it's obviously not going to have the SECURE Act in it, but we do have that. Uh, we will also talk about some alternative trusts that, that I was just talking to a client yesterday that is just perfect for him that would not have been appropriate even just two months ago. I do highly recommend that you stay till the end, preferably the whole day, but we do have uh, an exciting offer at the end. So what is the best estate plan for married folks? Well, that, that's kind of like the, the climax, but before we get to that, before we get to that, we have to go, in my opinion, you have to understand some of the core principles. So first we're going to do the core principles, then we're going to get to the solution, then we're going to get to, um, let's say, applying the solution to you. All right, core principle number one, and I see people in the room who've been with me probably 25, 30 years, maybe longer. Um, don't pay taxes now, pay taxes later. All right, so some of you have heard me, this is, I've been saying this since the 80s. Don't pay taxes now, pay taxes later. That applies in the accumulation stage when you are growing your portfolio, means putting money into your retirement plan. After you are retired and you have two chunks of money, after tax dollars and IRA or pre-tax dollars, usually paying taxes later 
is you spend your after-tax dollars first. Then, in 1998, when the Roth IRA came along, I had to change my mantra. So now, it's don't pay taxes now, pay taxes later, except for the Roth. So we have an exception for the Roth. We will be covering the Roth extensively at the 1 o'clock session. And that's, that's going to be a great opportunity. And I highly encourage you, again, if you have not signed up, to stay for that one. But I also say don't pay taxes now, pay taxes later in the accumulation stage the distribution stage, and even after you're gone. I want your family to pay taxes later even after the death of the IRA owner. Well, that's what we're really going to be talking about because that is what the SECURE Act is. And the SECURE Act is going to make your heirs pay income taxes sooner rather than later. Okay, so let's do a quick example. Let's see. Um, I'm looking at your name tag. Bob, that's right. Um, so let's say that Bob has a million dollars in his IRA. Okay, and let's see. You're, you're something blocking you. All right, and Pam. And Pam has a million dollars in her IRA. And they both die and their child is 46 years old, all right? Let's say that Bob died before the new year, which was the effective date of the new tax law. Let's take a look at Bob's child, given certain reasonable assumptions under the old law. This is $2 million, okay? Let's say that Pam dies with the new law. Same money, same everything else. How much will Pam's child have when Bob's child had two million? She'll have nothing. She'll be broke. This is towards the end of the child's life. But just think about this for a second. We're talking about the difference between your kid being broke and your kid having $2 million. This is pretty big stuff. I don't know why everybody's not talking about it. I've been talking about it for five years. This is, to me, enormously important. And what is the difference? The difference is we are paying taxes sooner rather than later. So the most important thing and the worst thing of the SECURE Act is they're going to make our beneficiaries of our IRAs and retirement plans, subject to exception, pay income tax on the full amount within 10 years of our death. Um, by the way, on a personal note, this is infuriating to me because the deal all along, oh, Bob, Pam, if you put money in your retirement plans, we're going to give you very favorable tax treatment for your entire lives. And after you die, we're going to give very favorable tax treatment for your children or whoever your heirs are. So you said, oh, okay, well, that seems pretty reasonable. I, I put money in a retirement plan. I get a deduction for it. It grows tax deferred. I'll pay tax later. Hopefully there's a company match. This sounds like a good deal. 
And what a lot of people, I would even say the majority of the people in this room, have made significant sacrifices to put money in your retirement plan. You could have spent money on something else, but you said, no, this is going to be good for me, and it's going to be great for my kids. So now, late in the game, Congress says, no, we decided to change our minds. We're going to make your kids pay income taxes 10 years after you die. To me, this is kind of a after-the-fact, changing the rules late in the game. And I really don't think it's fair. There's a concept in the law called detrimental reliance. That's when you relied on what you were told or what you what was um, given to you as this is what's going to happen. You do it, and then Congress changes their mind. So this is kind of infuriating to me. And I, not that I'm not always motivated to save you money and save your family money, but I am particularly motivated. And we're going to see if we can get the last drop out of what we have for ourselves and our heirs. Because I do not want your kids to have this when just a couple months ago, under this, a different set of laws, they could have had $2 million. But it's pretty significant. Okay, I'm going to skip over the assumptions, but for anybody who's interested, we have those. All right. Now, one of the things that a lot of people, I think, uh, misinterpret, and it's perhaps my fault, things about some of my recommendations of how to respond to the SECURE Act. They say, okay, Jim, some of the things that you're going to tell us are really good for our kids, but I'm really... You know, I'm still here now. What about me? Well, the good news is some of the strategies that we use to defend our inheritance for our children are also good for you. Okay? So I'm going to use Bob and Pam again. Do you want to take Social Security early and not make Roth IRA conversions? Or would you prefer to hold off on Social Security and make a series of Roth IRA conversions along the way? Well, if you don't, I need to be decisive. Wait, Bob, Bob's ready to go. Well, first of all, what I did was first Social Security. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> he, he, let's assume that Bob and Pam are each 62 years old, okay? And they have identical earnings records for the purposes of Social Security, okay? They have the identical assets. They have the same interest rate, same investments. Everything else is the same. But Bob says, hey, I'm going to hold off until age 70 to take Social Security, and to oversimplify, this isn't quite right, he's going to get 8% raises every year that he waits. Okay? And along the way, because he is in a low income tax bracket, because he's not working, and he's not taking Social Security yet, and he doesn't have his minimum required distribution, he's going to make a series of Roth IRA conversions. Okay? And Pam, with the identical resources, says, ah, no. I think I'm just going to take my Social Security at 62, and I don't want to write a check to the government. And that certainly makes sense. 
So let's take a, a let's say a future snapshot of where pa, of where Bob and Pam will be towards the later part of their lives. They started out the same. For a little while, Pam was doing a little better because she was taking her social security and she wasn't writing checks to make a Roth IRA conversion. But not very long. And then, given certain assumptions, where is Pam? At age 92, she's broke. All right? Where's Bob? Up here, this number's $2 million. So forget about your kids for a moment. The same strategies that are great for your kids are great for you. Now, I, I'll admit, maybe some of you are older than 62, and I'll admit maybe the fact pattern isn't as, as let's say, good as I picked for these folks. And maybe you're only going to be a half a million dollars better off or, or, or something, but it's going to be significant. And interestingly enough, these same strategies are going to be great for your kids. So this isn't this isn't like one of those well you know eat rice and beans and live modestly and your kids are going to live it up. No, this is good for you. Okay. To receive the beneficial information that Jim is discussing in this segment, get a copy of Jim's latest bestseller, The IRA and Retirement Plan Owner's Guide to Beating the New Death Tax: Six Proven Strategies to Protect Your Family from the Secure Act. Available now on Amazon in ebook and hardcover formats. To purchase Jim's new book, go to paytaxeslater.com forward slash new death tax book. That address again, paytaxeslater.com forward slash new death tax book. And don't forget to sign up for Jim's digital newsletter to get even more comprehensive information. Go to paytaxeslater.com forward slash sign up now that address again paytaxeslater.com forward slash sign up now